Billy No Mates. I'm Stephen Hooper, and this is a podcast from 22plusy.com. So, Billy No Mates, most of us know somebody that we could easily apply the label Billy No Mates to, but it's actually applied to me and I apply it to myself. First of all, I've never been particularly popular. I'm 63 now. As a kid, obviously I had friends and I'd, I'd go out and play with friends and the like. But as I grew older, I found myself doing more and more solo things. I found myself spending more and more time on my own. I wasn't particularly antisocial and I was never rude. But I didn't like going to discos. I was very uncomfortable at discos and parties and things like this. As I grew into adulthood, I had a few good friends. I didn't have a lot of friends. I used to go to the pub a lot. I guess I had some issues that I found the pub was a comfortable place to be. And I started drinking, underage drinking, quite heavily. I found a large part of my salary, such as it was back in 1977, 78, I think I was earning 17, between 17 and 20 pounds a week. I found quite a large part of it going on Draft Guinness and Perno and Blackcurrant. I also found that the people I was spending my time with tended to be of a similar mind to me. They tended to be on their own a fair bit. We weren't sad by any means. We had good fun. We had good life. We enjoyed each other's company and I had reasonable success with the ladies. I just found that for some reason I was more comfortable on my own. And since those times I've found myself even professionally going it alone. I've always tended to do things which result in me being on my own. Wood turning in my garage, for example. A very, very solitary affair. Thoroughly enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed learning it. I enjoyed the the feeling of the sharp chisel and, and the rotating wood. I enjoyed the feeling of creating something. I was never very good at it, but I enjoyed doing it. Unlike a lot of people, I never wanted to be the king. I never wanted to be top dog. But I was an extremely good king maker. I was the person that could manipulate things and drive things in a particular way such that certain outcomes would arise. In my younger years, from about 13, I got a drum set and I was a drummer and I was in a, a small band for a while. But as the drummer, of course, you're the one that controls the beat. People play to the drum. So the truth is, for Billy No Mates, former international sales manager that could almost be parachuted into anywhere to resolve an issue or to sell a piece of equipment to somebody, dropped into Xi'an in the middle of China to close a deal that had been hanging around for over a year and closing it on the first visit. That's the sort of thing that I could do. I would just decide I'm going to be doing this or somebody say, we need this done. And it was me to the rescue almost. I would just, okay, I'll do it. And I would just do it. But the truth is, I never liked working in teams. I was never comfortable with teams and I never trusted people in my team when I was working with them. I never trusted them. Not that I didn't trust them as people. I never trusted them to do things the way that I felt they needed to be done. 
Now that's not a controlling characteristic or a controlling trait. That's a case of recognizing that things need to be done in a particular way for success and knowing that I could do that. I had a reputation for being a lone wolf and I guess I've had that reputation for many years. But in fact, it's this lack of trust in other people's ability, the confidence to delegate and allow people to just do what they're capable of doing doesn't really sit comfortably with me. It's not something I'm happy with because I don't think there's another way of doing it other than the way that I've worked out. Now, I am autistic to some degree and it's likely that I have ADHD and these are possibly part of the reasons that I feel like this. I remember we were in a team building workshop in my last company and we had to build a go-kart from all these big plastic bits and pieces and pseudo tools made of plastic. The team that I was in had some people from accounts, men and women, some people from different departments around the business. And it was supposedly, we were all supposed to work on this together and get to know each other. I mean, it, I'll be perfectly honest, I find a whole load of it is just total BS. It's just another way for these people to make money out of uh, selling snake oil, to be honest. Anyway, when it came to putting this go-kart together, in a previous life, this was now an electronics company, I was in, in a previous life I trained as a motor mechanic. So I'm a fully qualified motor mechanic and I worked in the motor trade for many years, even had my own small business. So who the hell do they think is going to build this go-kart? Was it going to be Sharon from accounts? Or was it going to be Steve, the motor mechanic? The guy that just gets on and does it. Well, that's what ended up happening. I just got on and did it. They were dithering around reading instructions and I just put the damn thing together before they even knew what had happened. And at the end of the session, we all had a review from this snake oil salesman that was supposed to be a team builder. And lo and behold, he said, I'm a lone wolf. Well, yeah, of course, you gave me my task. You gave me the task that sat in my lap. If you'd bothered to find out what my background was, you might have given me a different task. And I wouldn't have been able to do it necessarily. And I would have been more of a team player. But you, you put a task in my lap. Didn't know who he was dealing with. This is why they're snake oil salesmen. It's all just total BS. Let's provide this global event, this global environment for people to become teams. But teams are made up of people with very, very different backgrounds. We all got to that same meeting, that same day, place, time, through different paths. And of course, the snake oil salesman has no idea of that at all. If we look at what the trait is behind this, I get nervous about meeting people. And this sounds really strange because I'm a sales guy. But the sales guy that does the job, I call him Salesman Steve, is a character that I play. So I put on this mask of being a salesman and I stroll in full of confidence. I'm the guy that runs the meeting. I'm the guy that does this. I'm the guy that controls that. It's not me. It's a bloody character. And nobody, not even these bloody snake oil salesmen, team building purveyors, understood that. But the truth is, I get very nervous about meeting people. I go out of my way to avoid meeting people. 
And one of the reasons is I feel safer on my own. For a start, there's no chance of me being unfriended. An awful, awful word from social media. But I have no risk of being unfriended if I haven't made the friends in the first place. And we're not talking friends here. We're talking acquaintances and colleagues. If I don't get close, I can't get pushed away. And that's how I feel. So professionally, a lone wolf. In my personal life, a lone wolf. So I'm going to have a quick look at perhaps what's behind it. Somebody looking at me and my way of life might say to themselves that I like being on my own. No. I don't like being on my own. I feel safer on my own, but I don't like being on my own. I get lonely. Now, I love words and I love the use of words and I love intelligent people that know how to use words effectively and are very articulate. And an example of this, if you're familiar with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, there's a logician in the Holy Grail. And one of the sketches in there is he's talking about logic. And he's trying to explain the concept that not all things that perhaps look the same are the same. So he uses an example of all of Alma Kogan is dead. There's a reference from people from the 1950s. All of Alma Kogan is dead. But not all dead people are Alma Kogan. So this is the logic where people try to apply the fact that I'm on my own and I don't kick up a fuss about being on my own, therefore I like being on my own. Another example from the same sketch is that all mackerel are fish, but not all fish are mackerel. It's the same concept. You can't take one characteristic, one trait, one feature, and then apply a global definition to it. So the perception of me liking being on my own is wrong. But people don't get beyond that to make a decision and to make an assumption about me. And it's likewise with other people that they would label Billy No Mates. I mentioned earlier that I'm on the autistic spectrum, probably with ADHD. I cannot abide shallow, celebrity-based bullshit. Nothing irritates me more than all this celebrity bullshit with no depth to it whatsoever it's just fame for being famous and so I try to avoid it and the way to avoid that is to keep away from people that are involved in that at the time and that may be physically keep away from them or just take myself away from them in my head and do something else so I prefer to avoid being in a situation where this shallow bullshit is going on around me and that results in me being on my own. Another thing that I don't particularly like are distractions. I get engrossed in things. It may be something on the computer. It may be watching something on TV. If I'm watching something on TV, you can be damn sure I want to hear what's going on on TV as well. So just don't just have this box of moving pictures going on in the corner of the room and then drown out what they're saying or drown out what's going on from that broadcast with a load of other totally unrelated BS. Likewise, if I'm listening to something, I just want to listen to what I'm listening to. 
I don't want to be distracted. And because of that, I tend to be on my own. And people may see this as me preferring my own company. But the reality is, for me, and I think the same, for a lot of people that are labelled as Billy Nomates, is being on our own is the lesser of the two evils. We don't always want to be on our own. We'd like to be with people that have similar interests, similar mindsets, even if they're in the same space as us and doing their own thing that they're engrossed in, and, we, and I can do my own thing I'm engrossed. We're all happy because we're engrossed in doing something that we want to do, that we're valuing. It doesn't mean say I want to be on my own just because I don't want to be around all this crap. And I want to be able to concentrate on what it is that I'm doing without distractions. I just want to be able to do what it is that I'm doing. So I guess as a, as a close, because this is supposed to be a short podcast, please, if you know somebody that's a Billy Nomates in your eyes or other people's eyes, don't judge them as a loner. Don't just think they're a loner and they, they like their own company. It's more likely that they don't like the company that's around them or they don't like the environment they're in. So they go to a safe place. And that safe place is Billy Nomates land as far as everyone else is concerned. So give them a break. Find out what it is that actually really interests them. Find out what it is that they don't like about the environments they're in. And if you'd like to be around these people, Try and understand it and try and make some allowances for them. It's not a case of just pander to them, but make some allowances for the fact that everybody's bloody different. And Billy Nomates over in the corner, you might think he's happy being on his own, but he might be as sad as fuck. But he'd rather be there on his own than he would be involved in all this shallow, bullshit, trite crap that goes on around in the world. Or maybe they're reading a book. Maybe he's listening to a podcast. Maybe he just wants to be allowed to do that without interruption. So, Billy No Mates, we just like to live honest, sincere lives with people of like mind or people that respect our way of wanting to be. It doesn't mean we're antisocial, it doesn't mean we don't like people doesn't mean we don't get lonely. It just means you don't understand us. Anyway, I was trying to make this a bit more lighthearted than the usual stuff. I tended to go a little bit dark there, and that wasn't my intention at all. Because even as a Billy Nomates, I've actually got a pretty good sense of humour. I hope you found this interesting. If you did, please subscribe. Please let other people know about the podcast. If you know somebody who perhaps isn't the kindest of people to... Loners, lone wolves, Billy Nomates. Maybe share this with them. It might just make other people's lives that little bit happier just because people could then understand. Anyway, I'm Stephen Hooper and this has been a 22plusy.com podcast. Have a fantastic day and catch us on the next podcast. Bye.